Okay, ladies. We are gathered here for a very special transaction. Becky Lynch, you are currently the SmackDown Women's Champion, but you have been drafted to Monday Night Raw. Charlotte Flair, you are currently the Raw Women's Champion, but in the draft, you were selected by Friday Night SmackDown. Great draft pick. As number one, everyone. Okay, Remember okay, okay. that. With, with that being said, right here, right now, we are going to exchange the championships, and you two will go to your respective new brands as the women's champion. Understood? Exchange now. They don't seem impressed uh, by this situation at all. Becky asking Charlotte to relinquish the championship first. The Raw women's title. This is a massive ordeal. It takes forever to become champion. To just hand over your title has to be incredibly difficult. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, the biggest one that is that you wanted to talk about is all the heat that seems to be around Charlotte Flair. It seems like it, there's a lot of heat now, around her. There's a, these are rumors. These are hearsay. We don't know. It's all on the dirt sheets. Well, the, the only thing that's not a rumor is if you watched the SmackDown segment, it came off as really awkward. And if something coming off that as really awkward like that means it was a shoot or somebody accidentally screwed up and they, they are... It seemed like a shoot. Well, they removed it from the um, internet and from the recordings and stuff. Oh, they did? Yeah, they cut it out. Oh, so I didn't I guess, know that. So I haven't seen it. Mm. I'm sure I could probably find it on uh, YouTube, pirated somewhere. I have it on my... Uh, since I record SmackDown, I, I, they probably can't get into my DVR and re delete it. I bet you we can watch it. Yeah. I wonder if we can pull it up. But, it, I mean, it was not... It was a lot less eventful than it seemed like... Like it was like a a little kid playing keep away with a hat, you right. know. They went to reach for the belt, and like Charlotte, like pulled the belt back, and you can tell it just really annoyed Becky. Yeah. And then it went on the ground, and literally Sonia Deville was kind of like, "Pick that up, pick that." It was almost like a mom and two siblings fighting, yeah. like just bickering, but like not like a shoot fight. And look, I think the heat is she wants to leave. Right. I think they fired her dad. They fired her fiance. Mm -hmm. I think she wants to leave. They just took away two of the main reasons. Put yourself in her position. She's a top. She's their top person, whether internet likes her or not. She's the most athletic and she's the most known. She's their top girl. Yeah. And now you took away her, her husband and her dad. And yet you're like still perform at the highest level, even though all these things are going to affect you personally. Yeah, and I think they give her the they give her the belt to make her happy, but WWE, as we've said often, has devalued their own belts. They have. So it's just it's not worth a whole lot. That's not a thing. And again, um when you compare, you know, the top the top ladies on both on AEW and WWE, think about Charlotte Flair has to wrestle every week. Every Monday or Friday, she's having a match. Yeah. Britt Brit Baker wrestles like once a month at oh, yeah. most. Tops. You know? Um, so she's, I don't know. She's got she's got a tougher job. I think she sees this. And, and you're right. She sees her fiance texting her selfies from AEW locker room. Yeah. Here's me and Thunder Rosa. Check it out. And uh, <laughs> she's not happy. No. She, and she's probably getting some serious FOMO. 
Yeah. And and look, I told you this before. There was a few people that would move the needle that would create that Scott Hall moment of like showing up in the crowd and like all of a sudden you're like, wow. And we already kind of had that, right? We kind of had that with CM Punk that it it elevated AEW. So I don't know if you're going to have that moment, but man, can you imagine if she showed up as Ashley Flair, her real name, yeah, you know, and just comes out there. Like, she's really hated in WWE. I don't know if she's going to be welcomed or she's going to get a ton of heat, but she is going to get a lot of eyeballs, and it's going to create a lot of chatter if she shows up there. And it's real life, and what we always talk about here is just, like, we want it to feel real, and sometimes it has to be a little bit real. It's going to be compelling because it's real because, like, of course she showed up there. She's with, you know, Andrade. Why wouldn't she show up there? So you talking about a shoot moment where she actually just goes to the show? Yeah. Like she's in she's in the stands. Now could she do that with a WWE contract? No. But I mean WWE did it when they accidentally showed Britt Baker on NXT Takeover when Adam Cole was wrestling, right? Yeah. And then Triple H had to go into the crowd and apologize to her. So they could accidentally on purpose do it mm-hmm. but if she signs yeah i don't know i wouldn't know what her non-compete clause is i think the um the online folks are saying that she still has like a year left on her contract so she, yeah she'd have to sit for a while she would but again maybe she's content to sit like maybe she's tired of she's tired of doing raw every yeah week. wait she's, she on raw smackdown I don't know because <laughs> they just had a they just had a draft and I don't even know what that yeah, means. Yeah, they had a switch, right? Yeah, so but, I don't know, but I'm, but I'm saying she's got to do something every Monday or Friday night. She's she's working, you know. Yeah, she might be tired and she just might be fed up and she might just have lat and she just her skin might be a little bit thinner with after everything that's happened, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think she would be a great. If AEW can pull that off, I think he would. He should. Yeah, he should because he he's offering a lighter schedule, and I think she would get. I don't know if she, how over she would be because do people like as as fans like I? I'm a fan, obviously, but I mean, also being in the business, I enjoy watching her, and she feels like she feels legit, like a superstar from any era. Yeah. So I don't have any heat with her. I don't have any. She's no different than showing Roman all the time. And Roman's over, although Roman was kind of forced down your throat, but she's a flair. I don't feel like it's like maybe people, I think a lot of people felt like this about Ric Flair a long time ago and they just forgot. Yeah. I just remember a lot of people like, why don't they put the belt on Sting? Why don't they put the belt on Luger? And then Flair would win the belt. And But it wasn't channel changing heat. So you were still doing it. I don't feel like she has channel changing heat. I just feel like she has legit heel heat. Well, I think that she has not much left to do in WWE. No. They've got no story for her. She's had every belt multiple times, even the tag team belts, I think. She's had everything. She's done everything. She's fought everybody. She's got no real, she, you know, the, she's got, she suffers from the same creative problems that WWE has. They've just got nothing to do. Yeah. She won. She's main evented Royal uh, WrestleMania. She's won Royal Rumble. Yeah. Right, I mean, all she's going now is just like they're trying to fast track her to beat her dad's record as the, having the most world championships. If you count that, yeah, that's all that they really offer. Is that really worth the offer? Where it's just like, man, I I think a Britt Baker versus Charlotte Flair match would be pretty sick. I mean, there's all kinds of things they can do. Yeah. Um, 
Oops. What is that? Sorry. All good. <laughs> this thing just started <laughs> up. We'll edit that out. But yeah, um, there's there, there's all kinds of opportunities. But where AEW is right now is kind of they're kind of in um how do I say this? Like they've elevated and now they're floating, and we don't know where they're going to land exactly because. Let's right now they're still on a high off a of CM Punk showing yeah. up. He 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 walks in. There's a huge crowd pop. Still um, the music. It, 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 that's it. People show up just to hear the music. Daniel Bryan, same thing. He's elevated. He's got no angles or storylines going on really, but he's just doing these really awesome stiff matches with a lot of chops. Yeah, very. Um, I guess he'd been wanting to be, get chopped for a while. Nobody would, <laughs> nobody would chop him in WWE. <laughs> the least chop. So he needed, he needed to get chopped. And he, every Monday, every Friday or Wednesday, he's got huge handprints on his oh chest. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so um, red. His so, chest is so red. But, Eddie Kingston's chops were legit. The hard, Harder than Suzuki. Yeah. I think those chops were, like, legit. Yeah. And, like, he laid them in there. Yeah, so I mean, they they've got these two huge stars. They're still they're still floating off that, but where are they going to land um, with creative here as things start to change? You know. Yeah, I think they're slowly starting to set up. Like, right? They just they gave you the what you wanted to see. You know, the big main event match was Brian versus Kenny. You know, in front of that huge crowd in New York. Yeah, and they did that, and they did it right. You know, it was a non non title match, and now Daniel's in the tournament to get another shot at that belt. So, you know, you're going to get Brian versus Kenny too. Yeah. And this time it's going to be for the belt. The question is, do they put the belt on Brian or not? Is it, it's getting close or like you, the Adam, is it time to give Adam page, you know, the run that he, he earned? Like he, I, I hate to say it is his turn, but it could be his time. Could be his time to get it back. Cause that Halloween, angle that they ran with adam page was awesome i mean from beginning to end i don't care what you say that just felt like wrestling that you're like oh cool you know the super elite they came up dressed as the ghostbusters ghostbusters and then, shout out to whoever does the music for yeah. <laughs> coming up with that song on the fly i know who you're gonna call the super elite did you hear they wanted to do squid game and they got the no on Squid Game. Oh, no, I did not hear so that. So they pivoted to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters worked better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, either way, though, you had what you expected is you needed somebody in a mask and you you needed the swerve. And yeah. it's just like, man, you just felt it. But it just felt like wrestling, you know, when you just like the nut shot and you had the guy and you ripped off the mask and you knew it wasn't going to be who they thought it was. And then, the, you know, and then he was gagged and then you got to be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man slowly walking up and you're like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. It just felt like wrestling. They completely got me. Everybody, after I watched it, everybody online was like, you knew it was Adam Page the whole time. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no clue. Like I was, yeah, they completely got me. I knew it was going to be somewhere in there. I just didn't know where. And it worked perfectly that it wasn't going to be the first one you thought it was going to be the second one. So I, yeah, it could be his turn. It could be his time so that throws a monkey wrench into when are you going to get the belt on brian and are you going to put the belt on brian and are you going to put the belt on punk because eventually you're going to have to see cm hunk versus brian it's like they have all these super matches but they have to space them out properly and to me if you ask adam page is next just like i would say thunder rosa is next in line for the women's title. Like, I think she could even bypass getting the TBS title and she should go right to the world title. I think yeah. she just, everybody, you know, our, 
our second podcast ever was the the lights out match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. There was two women in that match, and they both got over because of that. Yeah, you know. So I think it is her. I think it's time for her to get that belt. You know, the yeah. main belt. So I don't know. I'm thinking the same thing with Adam Page. Who should be? Who should be Kenny Omega? Should it be Adam Page? Should it be Brian? Or should it be CM Punk? I don't think it should be CM Punk. And as a matter, I, I'm getting the sense that I think uh, once the fanfare dies down for CM Punk, I think we're going to see a heel turn CM Punk. It's very possible, yeah. I, I think that's just going to be uh, sort of a natural progression. Uh, they've got a lot of baby faces in uh, in AEW, right? They've got a lot of big stars. I think CM Punk turning heel would be good to help some of the other smaller, the you know, the newer guys get over. And... Um, well, Punk doesn't need the belt either. Punk doesn't need the belt. He's way over, yeah. so he doesn't need he doesn't he's, need the belt. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan in a way kind of does. I think he's got to get it eventually. How soon? I don't know. I don't know because yeah, I think you're right, Adam Page. It's probably his time, and I think the right now the people are with him, and he'd be a great champion. And he, um. They've been building this up since uh, the, the original Double or Nothing, I believe. Right? Yeah, the double. You know, when they were, I mean, when Kenny and Paige were the tag team champions, they've been building it up that long. Yeah. So I think it, it is time. And they got that stone. He has the stone cold feel, and he's homegrown. I think it's time. You're going to get the same nice pop that you got for Sammy Guevara getting the belt, you know, getting the TNT title. It's just like, yeah, these guys do need to be elevated and give them the championship. And it just makes sense from a business standpoint that you've invested the time in these guys and built them up. Yeah, and, I, I'd like to see it. I mean, people wanted Adam Page to originally have it over Jericho, and yeah. I disagreed. I, I think Jericho carrying that belt for a while was the right call. I think Moxley having that belt for a while was the right call. I think... It's just getting tough because you do have to like rotate these guys and but and make it seem more still keep it realistic that you're not having the belt chained back and forth all the time. But Adam Page should get that belt and it'll just elevate him even more. It'll have that feeling when, you know, Stone Cold finally bought beat Shawn Michaels for the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's like, finally, I think we need to have that with Adam Page. Yeah. So like I said, I don't even know. I, I do. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. I do feel like Brian Danielson's debut was a little bit underwhelming. That mm-hmm. it, it was just too much at once and they could have saved it. You know, yeah. I think I would have had him debut right there on the spot in Grand Slam and say, this is going to be a non-sanctioned, non-title match. You know where, you know, you know, have the Scott Hall moment. I keep going back to that. You know who I am. You know what I can do. And look. I'm not even officially a, a member of the roster. I just want to wrestle you. Let, what do you say? Yeah. And like, and he could have just beat him for non-title. And they could have still did everything they did. And it wouldn't have had to compete with Adam Cole's debut. It could have just been like, oh, my God, it's just Daniel showed up and we actually got to have him wrestle. Well, I'll tell you what, just to counterpoint that and that devil's advocate that, you know, TNT is very uh, – uh, they, they don't want surprises on their shows. Right. They want to be able to advertise them and sell ads um, based upon who's going to be there. So that's why they did it really smart with CM Punk by basically yeah. confirming he was going to be there but never saying it outright. So I think that's one that's one thing that goes against you know having those type of uh, debuts on TV. Yeah. Um, but I think also with the last pay-per-view, what was it called? I forget. Um, they really wanted to create a legendary pay-per-view, I think. 
Yeah. I think that was Tony Khan, Tony Khan's plan. Like one, cause we've had, you know, when we've had um, episodes where if you look back at, you know, old summer slams and old WrestleManias, there were those shows that you just remember the card and you remember specific matches and you remember the swerves and the surprises. And I think he really wanted to create that. And he did. Oh yeah. No, I, I just it think it's legendary, you know, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, they were probably, I mean, just watching like the, the press conferences afterwards and stuff. It was just so, it, it did elevate it. I just, it was just my way of just like wanting to, them to spread it out. Cause they have so much going on because, and that's what I'm saying. They have so much going on right now that they're just floating, man. And I think right now they can do no wrong. They have so many match possibilities. Um, again, Daniel Bryan's out there having super matches with no storylines, you know? Yes. And that's not going to last forever. It's great right now. Don't get me wrong. But, again, that goes back to the argument. Do they need to give him the belt? How? Do, what kind of a storyline are they going to create for Daniel Bryan going forward? You know? I mean, he's he's a legitimate badass now. It's amazing how um, he went from Mr. Sympathy to now yeah. just the American Dragon badass. Yeah. Awesome music. <laughs> he comes out like he comes out to that, you know, bass. Yeah. Just awesome. And he's like a, he's like a mini Brock Lesnar over there. Yeah. No, he definitely is. And he's putting on some clinics some absolute clinics and they are so stiff and there's like there's no daylight in those kicks there was a couple of sh- kicks that he gave uh the mad king you know that i was just like wow yeah. eddie kingston just like you saw the look on his face that kick was stiff <laughs> yeah and yeah and he, and he returned the favor i mean you know brian got a receipt for all of those and they were hitting each other equally and it just i think it, it elevated everything it really made it feel like a fight they just felt like a fight. Even their interviews, I think that's why their ratings spiked for that show. Yeah. You know, because there was like, that was their Halloween show, and then you had Abaddon versus Britt Baker, you know. But I think the ratings spiked, because if you watch the promos leading up to that, Brian did the same psychology that he did with The Miz that made The Miz flip out on him that time on SmackDown Live when he, he kind of shot on him a little. Yeah. Just like you have a very lazy style and that's why and he flipped out and, and that was a shoot interview. Mm-hmm. You know, it turned into a shoot and, and it got The Miz way over and he started to, he did it with Kingston a little bit too. He's just like, look, you're really good. I just don't think you work as hard as you can. And he flipped out on, like, he was like, who, you don't step to me like that. And, like, it was just like, I was like, wow, they're going to really fight. And you can tell Brian was, like, kind of stepping back a little bit. Like, what was that? And then he's like, yeah, that's the Kenny that I want to, you know, that's the Eddie I want to see. But he shot on him a little bit. And I think that was, an again, there was a little bit of realism there. It's just like, I can't believe he called him lazy. I mean, this guy's been on the independent circuit for how long? And he was living in his car, all the sacrifices that he made. And then you're like, you're not working as hard as you can. Yeah. And he pushed him. And then the match showed it. Yeah. And then it leaked over to start an angle with Punk. I was like, man, they really are. They're doing a great job. You know, yeah. they really are just like elevating and using these guys now. Now that all the surprises are over mm-hmm. and they're trying to use them, I feel like they're spreading everything out and spreading the wealth. Yeah. So I know I went on a little bit of a tangent there. Those are good, though. Yeah. It's a podcast. That's what you're supposed to yeah, do. It goes on a tangent. You're supposed they, to talk. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard because they're there's just they have so much there and there's so much to talk about because we just said there's no many no more surprises, but there's absolutely more surprises. There besides still could the there could be right. You yeah. were just talking about the possibility of a Bray Wyatt uh, yeah. appearance. His he's been dropping hints on Twitter, you know, all last week. Two more days, one more day. You know, his no-compete clause ended on Halloween weekend. How fitting was that? And then he's like, don't worry, I'm going to feed all my baby birds. Yeah. And just like, that surprise is going to be big because he's bigger than Impact. I'm sorry. I mean, Impact's doing really well, and they're probably doing the best they've done in a long time. But he's bigger than Impact. Well, I think what's going away, what's, what is happening right now, just like we saw the streaming wars sort of break cable and all that, um, I feel like exclusive contracts may not be a thing for wrestling anymore. Yeah. I think um, the advantages of having that um, sort of out just are outweighed by the flexibility of being able to go wherever you want and wrestle where you want. Oh, yeah. Rent before you buy. Yeah. You know, take it for a test drive and see if it works and just and then if it's OK, this person really is over. You know, that, that's what they did with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. They brought her in as NWA. She wasn't uh, officially AEW. And then, of course, they signed her because you right. see how over she got. And she is. But, I mean, Thunder Rosa is like a, a – she's like a, a whole different thing. You know, she got over – she was way over before she was ever on TV. Yeah. And uh, when she got on TV, she got over huge. But, like, she's she's in the title picture over there at AEW. She's, she's what, number two contender, I think? Yeah. I mean, number one, really. But – She's so busy doing her own thing all the time everywhere else that she almost does. She has no storyline. Yeah. But she shows up and she's over. Yeah. And she might not necessarily need. Yeah. She might be the, you know, Brian level and CM Punk that she's just there and she doesn't need the storyline. I think when, you know, Wyndham, we'll call him Wyndham Bray Wyatt is going to need some kind of storyline and they're going to have to lead in. I want, I don't want this to be. The surprise, surprise, like we didn't see it coming. I want the countdown. I want the countdown of like he's coming. Mm. I want something to to kind of build up to it. And then and then you will get that ratings pop. Because even if you just say he is coming and everybody know who he is. Yeah. He's not going to be Bray Wyatt. So people are going to tune in, even if they know it's Bray Wyatt, because they're going to want to see who is Wyndham Rotundo now? What is he gonna what is he gonna wrestle as? What name is he gonna work under? Yeah. Is he gonna come out with a mask? Is he gonna come out without a mask? I mean, is he just gonna stand there? There's so much possibilities because again, he's bigger than impact, and that's not a shot on impact. That just shows how big he really is because he's he's cutting Hollywood deals right now. Supposedly there's studios trying to woo him away for like three picture deals. Yeah. Like for, for horror films. So there's like, he's on, he's like another level. Yeah. He was going to be their undertaker. And I still, I don't care what anyone says. You know, people argued about it on Twitter. This was the biggest, biggest drop WWE has ever made yeah. ever, ever. I'm going to go out there, record it, clip it, whatever you want to do. This is the worst drop they've ever made. Yeah, they screwed up on on so many different levels with mm-hmm. this, and he's going to show them. He's going to show them how how legit he is, and he's going to take. He can go anywhere he wants in the world and and get over. He's that good. So, I'm looking forward to it, and I I hope they I hope they get. A, I'd rather get a ratings pop. You know, if they do it right, they'll get the ratings pop, and they'll get the pay per view pop. 
you know, because they'll lead up to it with all the hints. And then when he finally debuts and then but he's not going to his debut is just going to be like punk. We're not, I'm not going to wrestle for free yet. Cause basically, if you do a debut, right, you get three pops. You get he's you get to see him finally there. And the same thing and it's what they did with punk. You get to see him there. Then you get to see him wrestle on pay-per-view. And then people are going to tune in to see his first match live on TV. So you get three. Three big pops, and I think actually the way they they split it out, they did it with four pops, because mm-hmm. right, because now they're like, we'll see him now. This is his rampage debut. Now this is his dynamite debut. So I'm looking forward to that one. I did, you know, there was a lot of stuff with Adam Shear, the former Braun Strowman. You know that he officially said his new name is the Titan, which I, th- I that's a great idea, right? Titan Sports. Right, right, right. You told me about that. Yeah. But he's doing something. Uh, he did. I don't know if it was like a film vignette. Did you see that? Like it was kind of floating around that he he wrestled for somebody, but it was it looked like it was almost for film than it was for actually a live show. Really? Yeah. It, I mean, it's interesting. I'm I'm all for experimenting with you know uh, wrestling wrestling formats. You know. But going back to uh, Adam Sherbron Stoneman, one thing about him is he was more of a Vince creation, no? He, oh, he Braun wasn't Strowman? like an in, indie wrestling guy. Who no, got no, in. he, they, they, Mark, uh, Mark Henry recruited him from a strongman contest. Yeah. So yeah, he was a he was a total Vince creation. Yeah. You know, so. so so he's he's just he's different. He's never done it for another company. It's like how can he can he actually make the leap and still get himself over? He do he has a big presence for yeah. sure, and he's he's got that freakish strength, so he'd be able to do that. My concern is just who are you going to put him up against? Yeah, like who are you going to put him up against? These guys, you know, the AEW roster is not all about size, and right. he's so so big. Yeah, like he legit would be their giant. And you're not going to have to, you can't put him in there with Big Show, you know, or I'm sorry, what is he doesn't have a gimmick name there, Ooh. right? Paul White, he's just Paul White, right? He's just Paul White. Yeah, no more BS. No more BS. Yeah. The thing is, AEW has a hard time booking big guys. Look, they can't do anything with Brian Cage. Yeah. It took a while for Miro to get over, and now that he's lost the belt, he's he's kind of, we're not sure what they're going to do with him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they just, it's, yeah, you're right. It's not their style, so I feel it, like yeah, they don't excel at that. Do you like Lana? Do you want to see Lana in AEW? Yeah, I would like to see her join Miro. Miro's taking such a weird... His gimmick is just weird. I don't know. It's like he's religious anxiety <laughs> guilt kind of thing. Like was he was was Lana there? I heard Lana was backstage. Yeah, I heard she goes backstage, yeah. you know, all the time, you know, that she shows up with them, but I don't his stuff, man. His stuff, they his stuff from the very beginning has always been weird, you know. I'm just the, I'm the I'm the guy on Twitch, you know, yeah. which he is the guy on Twitch. We follow him on Twitch. Yeah. But I mean that wasn't working, and then like you said, he just the the re- religious redeemer. But then he was attacking everybody. I was like, oh man, none of it seemed to work. None of it is, and it's hard because he was just so over with Rusev Day. Yeah, but, and I think he, I think it would give him the right heat if Lana showed up. Yeah, if if she showed up, even with her shoot name, you know, if she showed up, I think it's going to give her him the right heat that he needs yeah he's using her anyway i mean he's like i'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife my wife is very flexible (laughs) says all these things like well just show her and i think it'll get him the right heat and then just be that 
weird, creepy dude that's like can beat you up. So you got to listen to all the stuff he's going to say about, yes, you see my wife over there. You can't have her. Right. And I'm going to have her sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's cool. I think that'll get over. Yeah, I think so. Um, the AEW has so many toys right now. They get the toy boxes full of figures and they just can do anything they want. And some guys just get left out in the cold. It yeah. seems a little bit, you know, Brian Cage seems very unhappy. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not they're not doing as much with them as he can, but it, I mean, it's it's getting crowded. It's our it's fear crowded. was tr- came true. It's getting crowded. Yeah, it's getting really crowded there, so it's hard to get TV time. They got four shows. I'm like, do you just go dominate another show? But they he kind of came in big and you know right in the main show. Yeah. So how do you go back to another show? I don't know, but you know we know what he can do. Yeah. So. And then now you're going to have a flood of Ring of Honor guys that could possibly be showing up because they're That's, like, yeah. they're really, you know, just if if you haven't heard, basically Ring of Honor said we're going to run through the end of the year and then we're releasing everybody from their contract. Everybody mm-hmm. from their contract. It's like a lot of those, you know, AEW guys came from Ring of Honor, so they yeah. all have links there. And and Tony Khan, you know, he's he's a fan of the business, so is he, he's going to say, screw it, let's just sign them all? Like, how many of those guys are going to get signed? Well, I don't know. Maybe he can talk TNT into just absorbing that yeah. brand, you know? That's what I don't understand. Like, why don't – I think that's the way we have to eventually go to. Like, you can't have everybody under the AEW banner, you know? Yeah. And I think WWE's trying to do that with their brand split, but why not just leave it intact yeah. by the brand – Leave it intact, fund it kind of like Vince did ECW, and just mm-hmm. keep it alive. Yeah, I mean that would make more sense since to create a, create your competition. Yeah, create a show that's competing with you, so you can have somebody to compete against. But it's a it's kind of a word. But, but. Uh, supposedly Ring of Honor is they're keeping the name and they're going to be revamping it. Yeah, but I'd like they're getting rid of everybody. It's like, so what does that look like? What is a revamp show? Is it going to be a clip show? Or are they going to be the gorgeous ladies of wrestling? Well, I, I heard it's going to be something in the vein of, I mean, everybody's freelance. You know what I mean? And they're booking short term contracts and stuff oh, like that, yeah. which I don't know. I don't know that that doesn't sound. I don't know where they're getting their money. Yeah, because they were. I, I mean, haven't I watched think, Ring of Honor in so long, so it's like. I, well, it's because it's basically what it's. It's a syndicated show, yeah. which is an in the the eighties model of television, right? Was syndication before right. for cable, but like you can pick up some syndicated shows if you have, like even YouTube TV. You know, say Ring of Honor is going to be on, but then it won't come on, and then there's so many commercials, and their production value wasn't that great. Yeah. So. But you know, there's lots of streamers now, so. Yeah, you could get that on the streaming channel. I bet. Yeah, maybe they should have cut a deal with one of the streamers. To maybe actually that's do that. why they're. Maybe that's why they're nuking the whole thing. You know, because once you go to streaming, contracts change. They're on regular TV, so right. That changes. That changes how people get paid. That changes a lot of things. I'm curious if WWE, because they basically said they are no, going to be no longer signing independent talent. Yeah. So basically, now the Ring of Honor crew is not going to have that to fall back on they're not going to go let me go to nxt you know because although i still just don't understand like why wwe is not going to sign some independent talent like most of the guys that they got over from nxt or w all came from like ring of honor or, or other independent talent so why is that 
That just doesn't make sense to me. I think somewhere at the Performance Center, there's a cloning lab, and they're trying to figure out how to just make wrestlers. (laughs) They'll make another Roddy Piper that just walks out and looks just like him. Oh, man. Sounds just like him. Except that I, I, you know, it's kind of like what Kevin Smith said about, it's like, if this was 2020, I would never got Clerks made. It would be a streaming on YouTube. It never would have been a film. Yeah. I think there's a lot of those wrestlers back then that would have never got signed. Mm -hmm. I mean... You wouldn't have like they would have told Dusty Rhodes to go to gym. They would have told Roddy Piper to get bigger. I yeah. mean, they were just all these legends, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what their end game is, their goal is, and now they don't have Dusty there for promo school. But they got Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is running it, yeah. NXT 2.0, and their show is still. It feels like minor league, but the show's not bad. I don't know if you watched it at all. It's um, not I, bad. I mean, I try to. I try to watch it. I forget sometimes. I mean, it's. It's okay. Yeah. Braun Breaker is obviously the breakout star here. Yeah. Isn't it weird that his name is Braun and Braun Strowman <laughs> just left, but it's spelled different? Yeah. So we got another Braun. And there's Braun two, left. And there's two K's in Breaker. Yeah. So I don't know. So whatever. It's it's pretty good. Too blue, if you ask me. Yeah. Too blue. Just, <laughs> just take down the blue filters a little bit. But, I mean, it's fine. I, I it's, it's okay so far. It's very good, but it just feels – now it feels like – before, when everyone's like, it felt like the third brand because you had so many seasoned guys that were going there. Yeah. Now, you still have some of the seasoned guys are in there, but now they're like, we're going to put a lot of like rookies in there and try to elevate. But it, now it feels like it does. Okay, now it is a feeder brand. Yeah. And maybe that's what they wanted. Maybe they didn't want uh, a third brand. Yeah. I mean, it's funny though, but the the work looks great. Like some of the some of the matches look great. Yeah. They're so good. Oh yeah, like even the the guys that are kind of green, you know, they're they're doing okay. Yeah. I still if WWE if you're listening, if you want me to help you book stuff, I still think the way to go is cut an hour or off each of your current brand shows and then you take the NXT 2-hour show and then you slap an hour on with Raw and then you slap an hour with SmackDown and then it makes it not feel as just like cram, but they got so many guys too that they probably just don't have. You know, a lot of people would lose airtime if yeah. if we did that. But who would have thought? We're just we're just drowning in 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 wrestling content. Yeah. But we're drowning in all content. It's not just wrestling content. We're drowning in wrestling content, and it's not just on TV. It, uh, YouTube is flooded with content. I mean, oh yeah, we're still we're watching game changer clips on YouTube. Um, you know, any anything that's uh, indie shows or getting be- easier to, to track down online, you know, buy a stream of it for five ninety nine. Yeah. There's just more out there. 99 cent um, pay-per-views. Things are, things are different. And uh, I, I guarantee you, since they closed the network down, people are still searching retro clips. Yep. All over YouTube. The, there's so many documentaries by uh, A&E just had those biographies. Dark side of the ring is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the MLW on vice TV. I, have, I think it was only one. It was only one. I think it was just a special. I'm gonna have to watch that to see see what that is. But yeah, these. I'm just happy that like I got a little bit of uh, jealousy because back in my day, it would have been great to make a living doing that and not have to do pull another job. That now you have the ability. Like if you're willing to travel and work your ass off, you can work in a couple different places. And now you can get yourself over lo- online with like Patreon, and you can sell your gimmicks online you can yeah. do everything like you just didn't have that ability before yeah i mean w some wwe folks some AEW folks are making more on twitch probably than they're yeah. making uh as salary 
So I, I'm, I am happy for them. I wish I had that available to me. <laughs> you know, it would be a different, uh, different ball game. But well, I wish that they had uh, iPhones when I was younger, and they could. I just remember just trying to get a camera to oh, film something yeah. was impossible. It was yeah, a huge thing, deal, right? huge deal. And now you can just shoot and edit a whole film on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous yeah just like and enjoy all this that is at your fingertips 